and that's I think a challenge for us to say like well it doesn't always have to be comfortable it's not always going to be easy but if God is with you and if this is something that you feel in your heart that God is telling you like run to that battle line you know run after it and go there with God because he has your strength like your strength is from him it's Wednesday morning you know what that means <laughs> Cut. <laughs> it's Wednesday morning. <laughs> hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed Podcast. Thank you for sticking with us and joining us on uh, our new rebirth and journey. Of yes, this. here we are. We're recording in a, it feels like a new studio. We're yeah. in the same place, but now we have all the, the gadgets and gizmos. Yeah, and the mics actually the work. The mics actually work. <laughs> <laughs> so That's here we so are. This thing. is a new turning point for us. Yeah. I'm excited to be able to just like hang out and talk now. Like This is more of a, an open format where mm-hmm. we can just kind of go into it. Yeah. Have some conversations, really. Uh, you can still touch on what needs to be touched on and still just tell, you can learn to get a get to know us a little better exactly exactly so this was kind of always the i think the goal for us was to try and get to this sort of format you know but not necessarily knowing how thankfully we have some um great friends with us to help us out so josh has been helping us out now and we're going to be able to record in this podcast format and really uh kind of run with it so yeah it's exciting so it is so today we're going to talk about david and goliath which i think is a cool topic mm-hmm. but we before- got a lot to say Yes. About David and Mr. Goliath. Maybe we'll put some hot takes out there. Yeah. Should have used his talents for something better than war. Maybe Mr. basketball. Yeah. yeah. Not, imagine that reach. <laughs> but um, before we get into that, yeah. I think. How, we, how was your week? How, like, what different challenges did you come up across this week? So I think before we talk about my week, I think you had a pretty more important week. I than had my a week. very busy week. And um, you announced we a are great expecting a new baby boy. Yes. Um, any names, leave it in the comments. You know? <laughs> <Still> <laughs> we need names. To, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's, so I'll admit for this whole time leading up to this point, I really did think you guys were having a girl. Yeah. Ryan always said every time he came over, Oh, you're having a girl. It's a girl. Cause, um, Jessica, my wife, is uh, very nauseous, so um, it's the the old wife's tale that is you're having a girl, but um, we're having a boy. Uh, actually, you never you see those uh, videos where all of a sudden, like you think you're having the one thing, one uh, you're having the boy, and then the girl comes out, and you have the blue room, and it's like, well, what? <laughs> you never saw that on no. TikTok. It's very it's it's hilarious. It's like mainly it happens with um, yeah boys. Like they think they're having a boy, and then the next thing you know, the baby has a bow on her head. What? <laughs> it's a like, girl. so how does that happen? That means I, the doctor made the wrong. I guess so. Really? Yeah. So there is still a chance. I, I hope that doesn't happen, because <laughs> <laughs> we already like have all the boy clothes. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's got to be awesome too. To a little sense of relief, all the mm. hand me downs. You got all your clothes already. Yeah. yeah. Lo- Logan's excited. He, uh, you know, in the beginning, he kept saying baby sister, probably because like. Maybe thinking of Abby and Lily and stuff, sure. but like now he's like, um, if he has a stomach ache, he's like, the baby <laughs> making serious? fun of my wife. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. <laughs> he's like, oh, the baby, I have to go to the doctor. Jeez, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so funny. The things they pick up. Yeah, that's so funny. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I really did think it was a girl, but mm. 
now we're we are now following our yeah cousin we, i was just gonna say that to we have this tea. interesting uh uh my wife has this interesting theory of like how like me and um ryan are cousins and we're like very close like brothers and sisters like all of us and the way that our children have been being born is the same like gender as of like what we are being born so we're almost caught up it's just waiting on emily having a boy yes in june we'll find out so right now it goes right you're the oldest yeah so you're a boy which logan is the oldest baby Uh uh-huh and then then abby Abby and emily and then lauren and lily Mm -hmm. then me matches up with elliot my Mm -hmm. son and then now it would be james and jonathan is next in line so we know you have a boy in september which yeah. would be jonathan yep so we need to close the gap here we're going to need it's emily, emily to, have to have a boy, boy. Yeah. yes and we'll find that out very soon yeah we'll let you know yes exactly when this yeah, podcast we'll let you know released. if like some this voodoo is still going on <laughs> <laughs> exactly so really exciting for us it's so it's still surreal to me that we are in like baby time like for us to always just have been hanging out, kind of doing our thing. Now it's like we're all about the babies. Like all of our family parties and all of yeah, our hangouts and, are um, babies. What we went on a trip with, we traveled with them and went to Woodlock. Yes. and that was uh, very fun. Like getting to know all the different personalities and just like seeing uh, them interact. I think they're finally like Logan and Abby are finally um, interacting. So it's like. <laughs> kind of cool yeah it and is like fun. eventually it happens but like you know like kids themselves now from like one to like maybe three kind of want to be on their own and not really they won't like logan wants me full-on like come play with me come over here do this like pretend this but that. but um with other kids like he gravitates towards older kids which is uh what me and my wife have noticed yeah which is i guess that's always just where you're who you're around and if it's like well, you and Logan and Emily, Logan and Abby were both um, quarantine babies. Yeah. Right? So if you think about it that way, too, you guys were always just kind of with, but not really interacting with other babies. Uh, so I have having, yeah, the quarantine baby, and now I'm going to have a baby with a formula shortage, so I don't know <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> You're really going through it. If you can survive yeah. this, you can do it all. That's it. So that's really exciting. And now we just, we'll, we'll keep track. Hopefully we can... Uh, say that this uh order has been in line like we have uh we've predicted so we'll see but really cool so i i don't know if there's anything that happened in my week that is as exciting as that but well have you had i've had i found like this week has been very stressful and i don't know why it's just like everyone was on something this week where it's like um everyone's a little short with each other like Mm. this has to get done what's going on and then like the next day they're all like hey how are you and then the next day they're like back to a bunch of like bipolar like all right let's just figure it out let's slowly go into it this is like what you're dealing with the work yeah yeah feeling those Uh, even just people in the gas station really (laughs) i was getting gas the other day and um i went in because i went to buy coffee and this guy comes in and he starts yelling at the poor uh, pump guy. And he's like this close to me. And he's just yelling about um, that every time I come to this gas station, uh, your pump doesn't work. It's not using my card. And then the guy's yelling back. And I'm just trying to buy my coffee and go. And he started like yelling, like getting really nasty. And I was like, he's like every day. And he ended it with every time I come here, your car, your pump doesn't work. 
I was like, go to another gas station. Then I went outside. <laughs> there are more gas stations <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> than just this one. <laughs> and everyone's uh, uptight too with gas. You know, it's all crazy. <laughs> it took it. It cost me fifty dollars to fill up my tank this this week. Mm. It's the first time I've ever spent fifty dollars to fill up my car. It's a Honda Civic. That should not be fifty dollars, <laughs> but here we are. Exactly right. I mean, hey, we're dealing with some challenging times. I feel so. Yeah, and. There's, no better time now than to fully embrace our faith and to start to live differently, right? That's so we had a we had our little mustard seed meeting last night at uh, the great establishment of Chili's. Mm. Um, welcome to Chili's. Yeah, on. Yeah, we could have that. That's <laughs> yeah. our Chili's will always hold a little special place in our heart now. So that was our. And I first called one. you Hun, like the waiter. The waiter. Oh my gosh, she was funny. She <laughs> yeah. loved to say that. Loves Huns, Toots, the whole thing, right? Yeah. She made us feel loved. It was very yeah. nice, but. We were talking about, you know, messages and things that we were trying to kind of talk about more when we're here on the podcast. And we kind of kept coming back to that idea of like living mm-hmm. and what that means and and how what what is evangelizing today? And how do you kind of spread the word when we're reading the scriptures? And it's like, what is going to be the most message that will resonate the most? Right. And that whole idea was like how we live. And it's like that simple hello, that simple smile or, you know, just living in love is what can really like resonate with people these days. And like, I think that's going to be a goal for us as we talk through different things and topics. And it's always going to be, I feel like an important stress for us to realize, like, how can we learn from this and then incorporate it into our daily, like just lives of living. Like I, I, one of the lines from scripture, like God is not of the dead but of the living right like it's the way we live and it's the way we go out and do our our daily lives that can really be the most impactful for us and then i kind of was trying to keep that in my head this week so i realized like when i started my week this week like monday morning came and my mondays are the best because i'm home i don't go to work i have uh my paternity days still so like, I got to spend. You really nice, got that going. Oh, it's the best. Got to learn from you. Like, see if I can stay. Home. Sunday scaries are non-existent. It's mm. the coolest thing. And and by the time you get into your week already, like Monday, I do enough with my work that I don't feel like I'm overwhelmed with Tuesday. So like my Sunday scaries are gone, which is awesome. So, but with that, I woke up on Monday morning and I just knew there were a lot of things that needed to get done this week, work-wise and even just life-wise, because I knew we had so many different things going on. And it was like that feeling of overwhelmness, feeling overwhelmed. And I realized that I needed to take a step away and how like at first I wasn't going to because I was like, I have so many things that I need to do. But I put Elliot down and he went for a nap and I was like, wait a second, like I have some quiet time for myself right now. So I took 20 minutes to not do anything and to just put on the Bible in a year podcast and to kind of let it just like sit with me for a little bit. And as, as you played Fortnite, right? Yeah, right. Bible in a year, Fortnite. No, <laughs> yeah, okay. no, but it was really like, <laughs> let's focus on some quiet time. And that's hard to do when you feel overwhelmed because it's like, I have so many things that I need to do. I don't have time to dedicate a prayer. I, I feel like um, it's a good point, like how you need that uh, time to be with yourself and you like to listen to the Bible or Bible in a year and just like stories like me, it's either I like to, I do like to just put on, let's say I'm like really like feeling overwhelmed. I will just put on like Christian music and just like kind of 
mellow out or a good uh, show yeah. always helps me. <laughs> well, that's what I've realized, like how important those moments are. And it's like, you know, use that time to kind of focus on your faith in a way, because that's what will it's we talk about it in previous episodes, like with church, it's like what you get at Sunday mass is supposed to kind of get you through your week. Like use that as like your strength to really go through your week. And, but that's also important on every day, like to start your mornings. There was a routine when we were doing Exodus where I was waking up early enough to spend, you know, 20 minutes in prayer before I started my day. It's a little harder nowadays when you're up at night with with the babies or different things that you have going on. But I realized though, how important it is to at least try my best to find some sort of time, whether it's like a quick reflection or even if it's like instrumental music, the Halo app, Halo, Halo mm, app, Halo. it has just like these really cool like instrumental prayer lists and like just putting that on and kind of like centering myself a little they, bit. They and have just a lot like, of very interesting things, a lot of uh, good people on there. Yeah. Just spreading uh, It's like all, where you can find different like avenues to go about yeah, uh, with exactly. your faith. Um, good old Mark Wahlberg is on there nowadays. Yeah, he's, he's been really, uh, I I want to see that movie. Yeah. Um, he's been pushing a lot of his faith a lot. Like, I always knew he was. Um, I, I guess it seems like after his mom passed away, he really, really dove into his faith. And went a little further, Went a right? little further because, like, you always knew, like, he was um, religious and how he went about it and everything. But, like... Recently, he got his tattoos removed and like full on like. Oh really? Yeah, he go. He met with the Pope, I think. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. And he's doing a little bit of a tour, kind of yeah. going around and talking about the movie Father Stew, and it. I think something like that is so meaningful for just people to see. You know, for someone who's lived a yeah a life that you know people really look up to, and to it, hear him talk about his faith. And how many times have we said it? it shows like. A lot of people like you don't have like people look at um, Catholics as like you know straight. Mm-hmm. Like you can live your life and still worship God, mm-hmm. and like that is one point that we really want to you know get out there. Yeah, and Mark a- Wahlberg is a good example of it. I sure. mean, he's living probably a great life. <laughs> yeah, but he understands now like what's important yeah. and, and where he puts his, his kids involved mm-hmm. and. It is cool. It's inspiring, and it's people can relate to it because it's even the show, the movie he's just doing with Father Stu is like the guy was, I guess, a drunk and all that. I didn't see the movie, but just from the preview and reading like some articles on it, it's mm. like how you can change your life, and just like he did a total three sixty um, of what he was, and this was before he was diagnosed, I guess. Yes, right, and. Exactly. It shows you that no matter what, through your brokenness or feeling like I'm not worthy or I can't do this, like, no, that's not the case. Like, God is always there. He's always waiting for you and, you know, hoping he's never gone. He's always with you. It's just a matter of you turning and kind of picking that up. And I've realized, too, like, to kind of build on that a little bit more, like, when you're going through daily life, like, how easy it is to tune out, like, our faith or just to tune out those routines that I've created or just to say like, okay, like this doesn't fit me mm. right now. Right. Like to step away and to have listened to uh, like, just to step away and to go into prayer for a little bit. 
Like it's easy to tune that out. It's almost easier to tune it out than it is to say, I'm going to pray. It's like, like you forgot about the sauce in the back burner. <laughs> okay. You, like, you need the sauce for the pasta. There you go. To keep, you know. Very Italian of you to, very Italian. to say that. But <laughs> yeah, but it's true. Like, and you that's push, just a normal. push it to the back. Exactly. And and like, say, oh, like, it will be there. Exactly. And then all of a sudden you forget that it's there and you realize how important the sauce is in the meal. I don't want to have pasta and meatballs without sauce. Mm. So we need that (laughs) sauce. So if you can kind of accept that and, and it's a challenge, right? It's not like it's something that just comes naturally. Like it's always a work in progress. But I realize though, every time I do step away and say like, okay, I'm going to have some prayer time. It does really rejuvenate me and get me going for the rest of the week. So like every morning I have a long drive to work. And every morning I drive, I just drive in silence and just do my prayers. And uh, it helps me get through my day. Uh, it's such a, uh, just like people use their morning drives as different things. But like, that's what I learned to love to use my morning morning drives for. Yeah. Uh, and no like, one else except for the crazies on the and the potholes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Driving here, it gets worse and worse. That is so bad. Yeah. My friend... Um, Andre uh, is a cop, and he sent us this meme of um, on Long Island, if you're driving like this, going through, avoid the potholes, sober. If you're driving straight, drunk driver. (laughs) Just hitting all the potholes. That's how you know. (laughs) It really is bad. I feel like my my tire is going to pop every time. I actually watch someone's tire pop this week. Oh, every day I go to work. But, like, I... I leave so early. I leave at like four in the morning to get to work. So like I see, I know kind of where all the potholes are, but <laughs> you can do it in your sleep. You're yeah. just kind of riding through it. Yeah. My goodness. But so what were we saying before we talked about the road, your morning drive, morning commute. Oh, that is my is main your... uh, source of prayer. Like yes. I, I find myself at peace when I am able to um, do my morning prayer, uh, do some reflecting. Yeah. Um, it's and you know what? It takes time to kind of get to that point. Yeah. But I realized one hundred percent. I was never like I feel like my prayers were just to just do. It was just like how like some sometimes like church could just feel like a constant like um, repetitive. And so you're, almost you're like, like oh God bless mom, dad. You know. Yeah, yeah. But now it's like you're talking and then not using. God as Santa or a wish list where you're like, you know, you're mm. still like you ask for um the strength and stuff like that. Yeah. In that contents. Not like using a lot of, a lot of people do use Jesus and God as a uh, you know, a wish list. Like Bruce Almighty, how uh all of a sudden everyone won the lottery. Yeah, he's like, Yes to all <laughs> yeah. send. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I, I've realized, and when I've started to appreciate it as a time to kind of regroup and center myself, it helps me just go out and, and live a little bit more calmly and a little bit more mm-hmm. with confidence. Cause it's like, all right, like I'm not in control. You know, that's where I'm trying to do my best with my prayers to just like recenter myself and say like, okay, God, what is your will? And let me try and live that to the best of my abilities. So that idea of like taking some moments throughout my day to step back 
just refresh, okay, and go. You know, because I how easy it is to just get overwhelmed with little things that we do. Yeah. And it's like I look back and like that's it's not even worth it. Like, why am I getting worked up with all these yeah, things? That, like, that let's step back and live. A great way to look at things. Like, think about how many times you have gotten so aggravated over a sports team. You know, <laughs> oh my and gosh, like, does it really matter? Anyone. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it, it matters. Does, but it does. <laughs> Just <laughs> if think Notre about Dame that. loses, that will affect my week big time. But you're right. Mm. <laughs> Perspective. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been beaten down so much by the Mets, Islanders, now with the Giants. It's just like, I'm just, you know, I don't have hope. To the Knicks. Ugh. Forget so about it. So it's just like totally, uh, it used to affect my, that used to affect my week so much. Oh my goodness. I was so upset when a when a, the Giants lost and it's just like, those things don't matter. But I mean, it's just like, it's on this earth for us to enjoy. And that is one thing like, that is very like, we spoke about that a little yeah, bit last you're night. Josh made a good point where we were like, enjoy your life yes. still while you're here. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not my end all be all. It's not the center of my universe, but it's something that yeah. I'm enjoying and I'm living. Yeah. And it's all about living. Just yeah. keep living. Matthew McConaughey, L-I-V-I-N. As long as you don't let it affect your whole week. Like it can affect you for an hour. You can take your jersey off, throw it. It's easier it. said than done. You can tell Giants someone you're really... not cleaning no dishes. <laughs> <laughs> no dishes, no nothing. <laughs> well, hopefully we can actually get back to some real Giants football this season. We'll see. We'll see. Well, I'm hopeful. I'm actually uh, I'm a little more on Daniel Jones because he's going to have protection. I know I've hated on him for so long, but it's just like uh, I'll give him a shot this year, but like. I don't have the overall confidence. Let it be known. We're putting it on the record. We are a pro Daniel Jones podcast. <laughs> At least on this side. We'll, of the we'll see in September. No, he is. <laughs> my my new son will be born and uh, I'll still be very mad. at that. That's why he's not being named Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll go back into Daniel one day. So yeah. Sorry, can... Daniel, for getting thrown in, the, you know, great name. Hey. Thrown in the Lions then, but not this Daniel. Maybe this is our... Daniel got thrown into the Lions then. He got brought in with no offensive line, and they said, go play football. So And he threw a lot of picks. He'll be all right. I'm, I'm all in on Daniel Jones mm-hmm. this year. So, well, what do you think? You want to try and get into some of this uh, David and Goliath conversation? Which is... Yeah. I feel like this is a good lead up to it because we're kind of I, talking yeah, about... Yeah, I definitely wanted to save this talk for this because, like, I just have a lot of interesting um, thoughts on it. Like, all right, so think about this. Like, when you are following a TV show and you think, I'm sorry to keep going back to, um, uh, what is the word? I think it's cool to be able to relate it to what yeah. things that we live with, right? Like, but, it's, it's always put it into some context that can be so, relatable. So I, I go So think it. about this. The people follow Goliath, almost the looked Philistines. at Yeah, Philistines, yep. almost looked at him as a... Um, a god in a way because he was this amazing warrior nine foot what nine inches yeah, or whatever nine he was inches. um a basketball hoop is 10 feet yeah so, so talk about being a just, havoc <laughs> on the basketball court yeah <laughs> uh, so the wrong big, era he was born in. yeah exactly but uh he, it doesn't matter the Knicks would have not drafted him <laughs> <laughs> but um think about this like they followed him and they thought that they were right and uh just you follow the, you follow that person. You think they're right because that's how what you, they were born into. And um, David knew he had God on his side, but they, you know, they knew like they had a God. Like we've talked, to, we talked about this. Like they knew 
that they had God. Like at one point they had the Ark of the Covenant, like throughout all these battles. Yes. Um, but anyway, you're following this person. You see, like you would think, oh, our God gave us this great warrior. That's mm-hmm. probably what they're thinking. Look at him. He's huge. He's strong. He's all this stuff. And uh, he's unbeatable. I mean, if like that was told, you were born into this, and this is who you were told, like, oh, this is your, you know, savior. Yeah, yeah. You would believe it too. Sure. And that's. But it's just like, my point I'm trying to say is like, you have to figure it out for yourself. And I feel like, as like, even when, uh, spoiler, David took down Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler. I feel yeah. like the Philistines realized at that moment like like this guy had doubt and like oh this yeah exactly yes so let's uh sorry for my little rant on that quick uh, hot take you know appreciate it but um the context of kind of where we're at with david and goliath i mean so so he was just a uh shepherd which was a good job but not looked at as like Great job. He was small, and he was one of the youngest brothers, I think. Of, yep, he was the youngest. Uh, how many was there? Eight. Eight. Yes, he was the and they were all in war. Yes, they went on to war, and David stayed home. He mm-hmm. wasn't allowed to he go. He was, uh, and you would think, listening to this, like, or watching this, that uh, um, David, you know, being a shepherd is like nothing. It would be like he wasn't like prepared for uh, war. So like. It's very, um, but he was prepared for war. God like prepared him for war because bears, lions were attacking the sheep and he was taking them out. So, I mean, I'd be more scared of a bear than a man. I would right? say so. Although a nine foot nine man does make me a little worried. <laughs> I'd say that. But yeah, David, again. Well, uh, a grizzly's probably. That's true. Yeah. Right? What's I mean, that? I don't know what Leonardo kind of bear DiCaprio is, but... movie that yeah. was. Yeah, there you go. But so talking about David and coming from humble beginnings, mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of a constant theme and you see it play out. Now, David's from Bethlehem and David is like Jesus comes from the line of David. So this is a really monumental moment in our you know, faith story for David to kind of begin his little journey. And as we start to read about him and as a shepherd, he had to defend his flock. And a lot of times, you know, bears or lions you know yeah that's what it says yeah would come and and try and attack the sheep and he had to you know protect the sheep and Mm -hmm. make sure that they were okay and it's kind of funny because we realize as the story goes on you know he goes out to go battle goliath and saul who is the king at the time questions him and he's like you're a youth you know you can't go out and do this and he's like no i I've been defending my sheep from lions and bears my whole life. Like, I'm ready. He like, also wanted this. to see someone. No one wanted to fight Goliath, so he wanted to see, like, what would happen. David did. No. Um, Saul. Yeah. To send him out there. Yeah. yeah. That's well, why the main reason why he agreed, I think, from what I read. Yeah. He, like, wanted to see uh, someone fight Goliath. Because no, everyone was like, no, I'm not going out there. So many different points, right? So yeah. that's where we'll start with David and... so. Okay, he's a shepherd, and his father, all his brothers are at war, and his father says, go bring them some uh, lunch, which is so casual. Like, yeah, hey, like, go to the war and uh, bring your brothers some lunch. Yeah, he goes, check <laughs> check in on them, bring back some money, yeah. you know, see how they're doing. Yeah. And I love how he goes up there, and an interesting idea 
the the fact that this battle is going on and instead of you know a mass kind of collision of people battling each other they decided i'm gonna send out my warrior goliath mm. and you guys send out one of your warriors and whoever wins basically wins everyone you know if the philistine said if you guys defeat our, our warrior goliath like we will be your servants so an interesting concept and here are the israelites sitting there listening to goliath basically challenge challenge their god challenge who they are and the fact that they're all sitting there just scared like we can't do this and david's like hold on a second guys like he is attacking our god like our he is directly calling out our god like let's do something about this and like are you sure you want to do that do you see this man so like you also have to when he got there his brothers are like you only want to see the war. You don't. Why are you here? Yeah, exactly. So classic older brother yeah. situation. Father Mike Schmitz, when he was get out of here, giving his little explanation. That's just funny to to point out. It's yeah. like, but what did I do? He's like, I just said something. <laughs> like I laughed about it because I thought about like the times when we were just like and and when when he got sent out there when the king wanted to see what his brothers didn't stop him. They're like, they're yeah. like, oh, you got this, brother. Yeah, but <laughs> better it's, you than me. <laughs> better you than me, exactly. But here is David, who is saying, you know, who, we need to stand up. Who for went this. out there with no armor? Yes, yeah. didn't really fit him. Yeah, so and, exactly. So David stands up for what he believes in, and and I think that is he knew he had the power of God on his side. And, sure, I think it's just a telling thing for us to think about too, and kind of like use this as a little <laughs> internal reflection. And uh, <laughs> the trash talking on both sides, where Goliath was like laughing when he came out like i'm gonna um feed you to the crows and then david's like i'm gonna feed you to the crows <laughs> <laughs> a little back and yeah. forth like yeah exactly this would make <laughs> the for confidence very, oh yeah going out there because he had the lord on his side mm-hmm. and i think that that is we're this little kind of part of the story i think can give us some key things to look at and to say like oh, okay there's these are inspirations for us also think did they not have bow and arrows they couldn't take down Goliath <laughs> from a distance. Yeah. Right? Like send it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, clever on David to have a, a, little a stone to throw yeah. at him. Yeah. With his slingshot. But yeah. So to kind of put the story into kind of our lives a little bit. And I related to the fact that like all of these Israelites were sitting there scared of mm-hmm. what was ahead. And I think about putting it in even to the context of like this journey for us to create a podcast that is rooted in our Catholic faith. Like I have had moments where I felt like, I don't know if I can do this, right? Like feeling a little hesitation to it. Just like the Israelites are standing there and they knew, hey, we need, like God is almighty and God has brought us to this point. Like we need to defend him, but they were scared. Like how many times are we scared of what challenges lie ahead? Like talking about Monday, like my Monday, I was sitting there and I'm like, I have so many things ahead of me this week. Like I can't do this. But to step back and to say, okay, Lord, like I'm offering these cha- these challenges, these texts to you and, you know, let it play out as it will. And like, there's David who walks in. He's like, guys, like, what are we to be afraid of? Yeah, like, the we have the Lord on our side. Uh, a teenager, I guess, right? Yeah, very wise uh, to understand that. And I like how it goes up to Saul and Saul says, who are you? You know, you're just a youth. You know, mm-hmm. you can't go out there and do this. And how many times are we doubted, right? Doubted as what we can do. And to think about, like, this is why I feel like David and Goliath is kind of is such a fitting story for us to talk about today, because I think humbly we can say, who are we? Who are we to sit here and to talk about 
you know, God in our faith. But at the end of the day, it's no, we are God's loved beloved, right? He loves each and every one of us. So we're all kind of, we're all called to do this and to be able to stand confidently and speak our words and speak God's words as best as we can. And this is David, who is a perfect example of that. So he goes out, he says, all right, I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to go take out Goliath. And I like how Saul gives him his armor. And Saul was identified as someone who was already taller than everyone. Mm-hmm. They said in the Bible, he was head and shoulders above the rest. So he's a tall guy too. He's not nine foot nine, but he's tall. So he gives David his armor and David's standing there with his armor. And he's like, I can't, I can't wear this. Like this doesn't fit me, you know? And it's like, okay, is this a relation to us to think about like, what do we do something that's not us? Like when we try and be someone who we're not, we're trying to conform ourselves to the people that are around us because that's what's done. But David said, no, I'm, I know who I am. And I know who I am because I have the Lord behind me. I feel like that's so powerful for us to really like embrace, at least through the story, that's what stood out to me, to think about saying, I don't need this. I know who I am because I have the Lord God who is with me and he is going to give me strength. And then, like you said, when he went out to, to go talk to Goliath, Goliath is like yelling at him. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm going to go was, feed you. He too. took it as an insult or like, you're sending this pipsqueak to fight me, yeah. Goliath. How many people have I taken down? How many... um wars have i won for my people yeah and that's like the point that i was trying to make of like when you have someone like who looks so it it could be uh the undefeated patriots and how the giants uh, which one is that that one (laughs) we took down uh brady shout out eli yes Mm. 100 percent, man going in there that's a david and and how many times is that referenced like this story uh in the world yeah david and, and Goliath it's like almost like phrase. referenced so much that it's not even like recognized as a religious story mm. it's just like you know a paul bunyan type story sure but it is and jokes on them it's out there and it's uh in the bible and yeah yeah it's out there in people's ears and people everyone i bet you everyone knows this story of course right whether you understand it in the context of our bible stories or mm. not right there is a connection to it not to get too off topic, but I think that does show us kind of the state of where we're at in life. Um, I see it that a lot of things have kind of just been saturated in a way where mm-hmm. like, let's look at our faith and realize that there is such an, something so great about it. Like, let's elevate it again and, and talk about it in a way that like, this is our faith story. This is yeah. our journey. And these are God's words, yeah. you know, to us. So, yeah. So David is getting <laughs> a little, he's hearing a little back and forth from Goliath. And I love what David says back to him because this sums up a lot of what, you know, I just, we were just talking about where he said, I, you come against me with a sword and a spear and a javelin, right? So you come against me with earthly things, with dangerous weapons. And he said, but I come against you in the name of the Lord, like God of the armies of Israel, who, who you have defiled, like the Lord will deliver you into my hands. Like what a freeing thing to think about. Like that's how we should attack all of our challenges. You know, like you yeah. come against me with next meeting, I'm coming in with the slingshot. <laughs> slingshot, exactly. <laughs> I got some five stones with me here. Careful what you say. But exactly, it's the idea that why should we be afraid when we have the Lord who is who is giving us our strength? And I think for us to really fully embrace that, it goes back to what we were talking about as we started this episode, that prayer time and that just that silent time where you can find your strength in in the Lord. And it's important to do those things 
but prepare you for the challenges ahead. It's important to run head on and take off, take, take on the lions and the bears so that when Goliath comes, you're ready to go. So there are so many parallels to that, that I get inspired by when I, like we read these, these stories. And it's the classic underdog story. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's probably why it gets referenced so much. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love an underdog? Yeah. Who doesn't love the Giants taking out the Patriots when mm. they're 18 and 0? That's for sure. Well, yeah, 18 and 0. But the, as, as we're going through this part two, one of the other things I wanted to kind of key out to uh, mention was that as the Philistine moved closer to attack him, so Goliath comes in to attack, it says David ran quickly towards the battle line to meet him. Like he ran after him. He was like, ready to go. He was ready to go. Like I. I'm not going to lie. Like, and no we, one was behind him. No one no was there. Was there. Oh, it was just him and the Lord. Right? Yeah. And that's all he needed. Yeah, exactly. That's the all Lord he needed. But like, I think about when we've... So now like put our timeline together. It's now May 2022. And we started, we started our first episode in May 2021. So it's been a year. But before that, we've had so many conversations. Like the three of us have just at different moments about, you know, hey, let's create something. Like we have this vision or this idea of you know, building something that is rooted in our faith. And I did not run to the battle line at all when we started mm-hmm. talking. Like, I, we had these ideas, and it was sometimes I hesitated about it because it was like, well, what's popular or what what's going to be comfortable? And that's, I think, a challenge for us to say, like, well, it doesn't always have to be comfortable. It's not always going to be easy. But if God is with you, and if this is something that you feel in your heart that God is telling you, like, run to that battle line, you know, run after it and go there with God because he has your strength. Like your strength is from him. So feel very inspired by listening to, to David and, and to hear this story again. So do we need to now become very, uh, I think we got to practice our slingshots. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> it's pretty impressive for him to be able to hit that on one shot too. Sunk it right into his forehead and down he goes. And then it says he cut he cut his head off with his sword. So imagine the size of that head, nine foot nine man, and just pretty good. Yeah, I guess. Uh, what can we compare to Andre the Giant? <laughs> Andre the Giant. Ooh, that's a good. Uh, how tall was Andre the Giant? Do we know? Probably not, uh, but I would say well, Yao Ming is in the seven feet, seven feet range. Yeah, probably like seven, maybe eight. Mm. Andre wore weighed like wow. So the uh, the story is, says that the his uh, his armor weighed one hundred and twenty five pounds. So he's he's probably nine foot nine with armor David that weighs one hundred and twenty five pounds. Honestly, yeah, my goodness, right? <laughs> David is just a youth. So yeah, but really inspiring for us to really to to let David. So let's picture like someone like. No, Brendan's. I don't know, what? Eleven year old, a normal size eleven year old. I don't know. know. This guy's 100 got hundred pounds, baby. I feel like we were talking about it before when we were saying, you know, if David was wrestling bears and lions, he oh, can't, yeah, be, definitely he can't be the smallest yeah, guy. He's got to. He's got to be able to handle it to a point. So, yeah, I love that. So, what do you think? You got any uh, Any other hot takes on David and Goliath as we go through this? So actually, I have a funny story. So when um, I earlier this week, I went outside. Ronnie was putting Elliot to sleep, and I wanted to listen to the story again. And I went and sat outside on the front porch, 
of the apartment. And as I was listening to the reading of this, someone walked by. She she was going for a walk and she had a garbage bag in her hand and like one of those clamp things, like a picker-upper. Mm. And she was walking and picking up garbage as she was walking. And at first I was like, oh no, here's a crazy lady. Like what's going on? But then mm-hmm. I was watching her and I was like, wait a second, like she's picking up garbage. And as she was on her walk, she was picking up pieces of garbage that she was going through. And I was like, wow, like that's a really cool thing. And she gave me a little wave. At first I was like, don't look at me like you're crazy. But I was like, why did I feel that right away? You know, like I guess that's just kind of where we're at, where like my first reaction when I see someone walking by is like, don't interact with them. I was like, damn, like I wish I didn't feel that. But then I was watching her and she was just picking everything up and smiling. And and I thought to myself, like, first of all, what podcast does she listen to that told her to do that? I don't know if you wake up and say, I'm just going to go pick up garbage. But that feels like a like a like a self-help type of thing to go out there. But I was like, wow, that's really great. And how isn't that lost for us to think about like our community in a way? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I would ever think like, oh, I'm going to go pick up the garbage because I want to make sure that like our community is clean. You know, I always see garbage all the time, but I'm like, someone's going to have to pick that up, but it's not me. (laughs) Like, and there she was walking, cleaning up the garbage. So now I'm kind of like, maybe next time I go for a walk, we should bring a garbage bag and just pick up garbage. But like, I feel like that is lost in a way. When we talk about, you know, uh, living and living in faith, I realized too how important it is to look about like what's around you. Sometimes it's easy to think so far ahead of just like, okay, I want to do this X, Y, and Z, and it's like going to change the world. But changing the world starts here and starts right in front of you. And like that gesture, that lady walking around and picking up garbage, like she changed the world in a, in a very small way. And I think that that's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> it's kind of neat. I was, I was taken aback by that. It really like, it struck me. So it's, uh, you can find God in any, any place, any creature. Like, I have a little story. I'll make it fast. Um, One time, like, years and years ago, I was, like, really down. Uh, It was in between, like, trying to figure out what job to do. Um, I was, we were going, like, I was religious, but I feel like we were, like, going through the motion, just going to church. You know, like, that feeling where you're you're just going, but you're not, like, there. You're not present. You're just thinking of other things. So I I went to uh, Lake Ronkonkoma. And I, I was by myself and I was just staring at the, uh, oh yeah I, I just wanted to sit and just look at the lake. I'm being chased by this goose. <laughs> I moved and this goose follows goose me. Goose are scary. So I, I kept getting honked up by this goose and I'm moving, moving. <laughs> and I'm like thinking I have to do like my mindset of there being there was like, I, uh, I was alone and I wasn't like, you know, um, I was like feeling like alone and um, I saw this male duck alone swimming the goose shifted towards that duck going after the duck then all of a sudden a white swan came down and shooed the goose away and I look and I see the duck swimming away with the female duck and I don't know where that female duck came from and the white swan was like trailing behind them nicely and they were ahead and like that made me think like i took it as like the goose was the devil and trying to like make me be alone and tell you know 
and then uh, the swan was god came in and the i saw what i like i don't have to be alone you know i had my wife like i could have uh go to and just like you know get rid of that feeling mm-hmm. it just made me feel better nice. like that i was really like um i don't know i just felt like it was a sign at that time sure wow i it is kind of powerful it's funny to when you say it in a context of like yeah. a goose and a duck and it's yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. you're right like those are they're little moments that can remind you of just how important different things are in your life yeah. and how community is so important and, and friendship i i was just like i could have ignored what was happening you know because like i was in my self-pity party i was like and like i said it took me so long to get out of that self-pity party mm. and i was in that and then i was i had the awareness to realize like okay this is like you don't got to be alone yeah you can do things i think that's such a powerful with god and yeah and who's around you too right yeah. like that is powerful I've, we talked about that a little last night too. Just man, so many great conversations at Chili's. But the idea that you are not alone—that not only is God with you—but think about like how important it is to have community. And I think that's what I'm excited about with this podcast. Like for us to have more, um, just kind of hang out time, you know, and yeah. to be able to talk and work through different things and how important relationships are, and how important it is of the relationships you have with the people that are around you. I think we've said it multiple times through different episodes, just the idea of, you know, who your family is and who the people that are closest to you and how to start there, you know, love and live in a way that just lifts up the people around you. And that's not easy to do because right how it's just so easy to be able to sit there and say, like, I need this. I need this. Like, I'm going through it. Right. Like, you know, you're there. you're, You're just going through it. But then you are reminded like, oh, like I have people here to help me and lift me up. I think that's really cool. So I like that. I think we should uh, kind of remember that as we go forward. So keep doing this. So cool. This was fun. I enjoyed being able to talk about it and just kind of have a little bit more of a uh, free flowing conversation about what we're seeing and what we're dealing with as we go through things. So, so I guess this is going to be our new format now, right? As we kind of go through all of this. Yeah, we'll figure it out a little more. So we're, we're adjusting in a way too. So we've listened this far. You'll already have known that we posted it on a Wednesday, but we're going to yeah. start moving to Wednesday posts. Mm-hmm. Kind of that midweek refresh, you know, if we need a little pick me up. And then uh, we're going to start to try and create different content too, as well as we move through this. So yeah. we're so excited about growing, what- uh, uh, growing work in progress. Like I said in the beginning, a rebirth yeah. uh, to the mustard seed. Exactly. And um, yeah, you're going to get to know us. And hopefully we can get to know everyone else yeah. as well. Like we're, just to build a community like you, you know, mm-hmm. you mentioned that's that. The main thing, that's a great it. thing to be able to build a community, um, you know, and it starts with our church. Let's build our church and let's continue to try and, you know, live in love. And it's the way we live that it can ultimately be that, that little thing that might, you know, make someone say, Hey, you know, why, why are they like that? What, what is it that they do that's different? And hopefully we can try and inspire. And again, like, as we're going through this, like, let's learn together, you know, because that's, I think, a big thing, too. Like, we have no we have no answers, but we're looking for answers and we're trying our best to kind of learn and understand and, and really grow in our faith as we move through this together. So I've already, I think, just from a year of doing this can already say how, how tremendous it's been for me. Mm-hmm. as just like my faith. Yeah. 
we did Bible in a year in a different way almost. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We did a little bit of a Bible in a year. So I think that's the other part of it too, like different things that we find that are out there and you know, what we can try and make available and bring to light Yeah, and see where it goes. Um, so, cool. Yeah. Uh, please uh, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, we appreciate all of you who listen, watch. Um, uh, everything will be in the link below of where you can reach us, find us. Yeah, we'll be out there. So cool. Well, thanks for listening. It was a lot of fun. Appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.